The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. And good morning, Southwest Florida. Annex Wealth Management Show is on the air. Good to have you here on a Sunday morning. It is Sunday, January 10th, a little bit later on in the show. Generation X and retirement planning. I used to think they were kids. They're not. They're in their mid-50s. Brian Fiore, our branch director at Annex Wealth Management Naples, will check in. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is our chief investment officer. Good morning to you. Good morning. And Dave Swano, president and CEO. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Danny, as well. You know, we talked a lot about what the Senate race would look like and what could that mean to investing. And obviously we got some clarity out of the U.S. Senate, and, and now we see that there was supposed to be a blue wave, but you, you called it something else. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you think about it, uh, right in front of Election Day, the thought was that the Democrats would have 54 to 55 seats in the Senate, uh, gain more seats in the House, win the presidency. The result in the House, though, is that they have a razor-thin majority, one that they've never seen before. So obviously they can't jam through a lot of things that are politically unpopular with the other side. In addition, in the Senate, it's 50-50 with the vice president being able to cast a deciding vote. So it's more like a blue ripple. It's a blue ripple, right? And, you know, we have seen this before. This is not unusual. I mean, obviously, President Bush back in 05 had not only the presidency, obviously, but they had the speaker and the majority. Uh, You move forward to Obama in 09, and everything was blue back then. And Trump, uh, Trump had both the House and the Senate, as well as, obviously, the presidency. So this is something we have seen before. And obviously, when that happens, happens, you have to think about what this means for your portfolio, and it's going to change. You know, obviously the big thing is taxation and and what they're going to do with corporate taxes, income taxes, and estate taxes, and it's something we're going to spend some time talking about over the next several weeks, is if estate tax laws change, what does this mean for those listening to this? But for the portfolio, and what I want to talk about right now, Derek, is there could be changes forthcoming in people's portfolios based on a change in policy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we already know that the Fed has been stimulating the economy with extraordinarily low interest rates. Certainly, now that the the Democrats control all three branches, we're going to see greater fiscal stimulus than was anticipated if the Senate remained in Republican hands. So that's obviously going to have a good good effect on GDP growth and the like. We also know a focus of the Biden administration during the first 100 days is to vaccinate a million people a day. So again, as we get closer and closer to herd immunity, as more and more people have taken the vaccine, uh, the prospects for further damage caused by the coronavirus on the economy begins to lessen. And that's going to unleash incredible pent-up demand in the second second half of the year provided the vaccine rollouts go as planned. And that's right. And so when people are asking us, how can the market go up despite everything that we're seeing and we're hearing? And, you know, is there a dichotomy between the economy and the markets? But you just enumerated you have stimulus, fiscal stimulus and monetary stimulus and more coming. And we knew that more was coming. You have more certainty on, on the political front and you have some vaccinations coming. If you want to open your lens a little wider and say, where can we go? from here, this is what we need to invest in. And one of the things that we're watching, obviously, is Treasury rates uh, broke the 
the 1% rate for for the first time in the entire year. They did. I mean, the, the obviously, low interest rates have stimulated the housing industry. Uh, the rise in rates, of course, hurt uh, interest-sensitive sectors this week, like utilities and consumer staples and real estate. But, but generally speaking, you're going to see a lot of rotations in the coming weeks and months. I think there will be more volatility going forward. We certainly have had a huge run-up. I don't want to suggest to people that just because the fundamentals are getting better, that stocks can't go down or correct because the small cap index itself is up over 100% since March. So clearly a lot of good news has been priced in. But generally speaking, the vaccine and the reopening and the rest should lead to growth, not just here, but also overseas, which we haven't seen in some time, what they call a synchronized global recovery. So this could be very well be a year where the economy outperforms the stock market. And that's what happened last year. The economy was not doing well. Stock market was going gangbusters. 2021 could show a much better improving economy, but the stock market uh, may be taking a breath and consuming all of these gains that they had, which is the reason why you think about what is in your portfolio and will there be a change? You know, should we buy green stocks or gun stocks? And will there be some bubbles that bust? Well, earnings season is going to start in just a couple of weeks, and we're going to get the story on how companies did. And this is the time, Danny, that people who are listening to this right now can get an annex x-ray. We've been on 92.5 Fox News over a year, and one of the messages that have been very consistent, we always say know the difference. With Annex Wealth Management, it is one team, it's one plan, and one fee. One team means investment and retirement planning, tax planning, estate planning. One plan is a complete plan. It includes every aspect of our team. One fee is a fee-only fiduciary, zero commissions. That is complete fee transparency. Dave called it an x-ray. That's what it is when you click that Get Started button at Annex Wealth Management and get going on that free portfolio analysis. Another thing to think about on a Sunday morning, is your advisor a fiduciary? Because we are a fee-only fiduciary, and again, know the difference. Our website is AnnexWealth.com. There you will see the Get Started button. We're going to be back in a little bit. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. We keep hearing unprecedented during this pandemic. From a financial perspective, we've seen a lot of this before. Market plunges, global pandemics, high unemployment. Everyone has an opinion, and frankly, it's hard to know who to trust. You need a steady, independent voice. Annex Wealth Management has decades of experience helping clients navigate. You don't need a sales pitch. You need an assessment of where you are, where you're headed, and how we can help. AnnexWealth.com. If not now, when? Know the difference. Annex Wealth Management. Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only fiduciary uniquely equipped to assist with a variety of our clients, greatest generation to millennials, and contained within those groups, though, Generation X. Can't forget them, and that's what we're going to talk about here. To do them, joined by Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development at Annex Wealth Management, also a CFP and a CDFA. Hey, Deanne. Hey, Danny. Also a Gen X, you're uh, welcome. Yes, I definitely am. So most of Gen X is not on the doorstep of retirement, but they're in the neighborhood, right? And that means that they should increase their focus and take some definitive steps at this point. Let's talk about Gen X and retirement. Well, so often by the time you are seasoned to an age of 50, let's say, you've learned and incorporated several habits and hopefully lessons 
lessons into your financial behavior and, and the choices that you make. Now, these can become powerful behaviors that can be built into a financial plan, such as saving into a retirement plan, you know, watching your debt amounts and forecasting what you'll need in retirement. Most Gen Xers are really doing a balancing act, right? They've got careers, mm-hmm. aging parents, college expenses, COVID. It would be natural, but a mistake to put off investment and retirement planning. Absolutely. So while it's natural to want to take care of loved ones, it is a balancing act. As you say, you really need to make sure that that oxygen mask is on yourself first. Make sure that your future needs are realistically met before you can comfortably assist others. Because if you deplete yourself, you could actually end up being a burden on your loved ones. And most people don't want that. Now, in your experience, when somebody hires Annex Wealth Management, are we their first financial advisor? Well, not always. So many times one thinks they need assistance, but they aren't sure how to get the help they need. And most people will just start with investment management. And, you know, Danny, as we know, there are many, many advisors out there who do just that, just investment management. But if that's the only planning that's being done, how do you know if you'll meet your goals or when you will? And that's why the financial plan makes such a difference. Now, in terms of reassessing risk, that's something that should be done continually from two points of view. First, that risk capacity. So how much time does someone have toward their goal? So if they were going to use a chunk of money in a few months, let's say, to pay college tuition, which I can relate to, or buy a new car, one wouldn't want to subject it to the volatility of the stock market for that particular piece. However, if one's looking to retire and then, of course, live past and into retirement, another 20 to 30 years, perhaps, then stocks are needed for growth. Then the allocation depends on the timing of cash flows and the paycheck replacement and where that will come from first. So is it coming from a pension, Social Security, dividends and interest maybe that are being earned off your investments? The other part of risk is tolerance. Now that we talk about a lot, Danny, that's that visceral reaction a person might have to market swings and that impacts the value of the portfolios. Again, this is where the financial plan comes in too. Many people come to the realization they need to plan as they're gearing up to retirement. I'm the marketing guy, so I'm always curious. For those of our clients who have joined us from somewhere else, what do they say is different about Annex? Well, so I think it's the value of the entire team. All of the CFPs, CPAs, attorneys, planners, All those people who make sure that all the planning is done holistically around all of our clients, the tax planning, retirement planning, budget, even estate planning, business succession planning, executive benefit analysis we do now, analyzing insurance needs, including long-term care, along with those chartered financial analysts. And those are, that's the highest designation a CFA given for a mutual fund manager. Uh, And we do have a former mutual fund manager, of course, who heads the show, Derek Felsky, our chief investment officer. All that team actually watches and manages the investments. And this is all in one shop. So instead of a client saying, hey, I have a guy, they actually have an entire company of minds at their disposal, multiple minds assessing client needs. Now that is value added. Mm-hmm. We're with Deanne Phillips, Wealth Manager, Annex Wealth Management, talking about Gen X and retirement. COVID changed the target date for a lot of people because of uncertainty. Yeah, some Gen X are sure, and not for the reason you might think. I mean, anecdotally, I'm hearing people say COVID taught them how much they actually liked being around people and interactions of working and missed that in the last year, and they value that, and they don't want to give that up. 
I'm hearing more of that than actual financial concerns. So they say, what do I do if I retire as we're building a new world and interacting differently with people? And some have work saying they aren't even setting a time for them to return to offices, if ever. So this changes people's social needs. We talk a lot about portfolio analysis done by that financial planning team. It's so important because that's where we can assess things like assets, where those assets are, but also debt. Yeah, now debt, not all debt is bad. Now, older Gen Xers might have heard their parents or grandparents, the greatest generation, say, don't have debt, pay off your house. But in these times of ultra-low interest rates, if a portfolio is making more, why pay off the remainder of the mortgage, especially if it's mostly principal you're paying and not interest? So that could be smart debt and could help one stay liquid instead of locking the cash up in the equity of your house. Now, consumer debt, so credit card debt, on the other hand, usually comes with higher interest rates, and that should have a game plan around it in order to pay it off in the most tax-efficient way, especially heading into retirement. Does Gen X need estate planning? Definitely. Now, technically, everyone does. Even that 18-year-old heading off to college for the first time, they're a legal adult. They should have that health care power of attorney or at least an updated HIPAA form. In case they have a health care crisis, their parent can be contacted. However, in different stages of our lives, our estate plan needs change. They can become more complex as we accumulate wealth and our circumstances change. So that's why wills and trusts should be looked at every few years or during a circumstance change. Deanne Phillips of Annex Wealth Management, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Throughout the pandemic, we've stayed in the fight helping our clients recalibrate their investments and remain focused on their long-term plans. One piece of insight we keep sharing is don't let emotions derail your financial plan. Volatility can be unnerving, and enduring the natural ups and downs in the markets can be hard to take. But making financial decisions based on emotions might be the fastest way to damage your financial future. Now is the time to start a conversation with Annex Wealth Management for the clear, no-nonsense guidance you need. With everything going on in the world, take a moment and ask yourself, if not now, when? As a fee-only fiduciary, our job is to align your plan with your goals. Our team will focus on investments and retirement planning while putting your tax and estate plans in order. We can help and we are ready. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Let's talk soon. Team, tech, trust, and a fee-only fiduciary model that works in your best interest. Can your advisors say that? This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News with Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management Naples. Hey, Brian, good morning and Happy New Year. Good morning, Danny. Happy New Year. Well, finally, 2021, if you've been thinking about getting control this year, create an update, a financial plan for the new year. we got three simple items that can kind of keep it on track. Not everything, but it's good stuff. And let's talk through these three things. And the first is setting up automatic contributions. Yeah, I agree. This is definitely a good way to go. A lot of folks are content or they're used to letting their automatic bills be paid out of their bank account and not have to pay or mail checks or do online payments, which obviously is more efficient and works. So the same thing for yourself when you're saving for retirement or your nest egg. If the more automation you can make it, the more it's going to work and be efficient for you. Obviously, when you have four, if you're working and you have a 401k plan, then that's part of the deal with through your employer, money automatically comes out of your paycheck, goes into your retirement savings, you know, nest egg. And with an IRA too, there's automatic transfers for those too, right? Yes, usually for, for regular IRAs or Roth IRAs, you can do automatic 
contributions. Sometimes if it's a SEP IRA or maybe a simple IRA, you might have to do a little bit extra work for that. But yeah, definitely look into it, make it automated, and you can kind of set it and forget it, sort of. Three things to do in 2021. The second is take advantage of matching 401k contributions. And I can just hear my dad. They're giving you free money. They are. I think most people understand that and they do take advantage of it. But yeah, if you aren't if you're working in a 401k plan and you aren't going at least up to where they're matching it, I think the average employer match is around three and a half percent of salary, according to some statistics. So if you have $100,000, that's $3,500 they're going to give you for you just participating. You would be silly not to do that. Obviously, if you can save more, you can build up your nest egg quicker, but at least get to the matching point. And then if you can take advantage of automatic and do regular IRAs or Roth IRAs, if your income is not too much, then then add that along with it. One of our staff members told me that when you start to kind of bump up your contribution rate, if it doesn't hurt just a little, it should. I'm joined by Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management in Naples. We're talking about three simple ways to keep a financial plan on track this year. The third is don't be too conservative with your investments. Yeah, the first two are definitely more about pay yourself, pay yourself first. Don't forget to pay yourself, make it systematic. And also you are likely to live a lot longer than maybe when we first started on this planet. The For me, for me, I think the average expectancy for my parents was in the 70s. Now we're in the 80s and some folks have good genes and go 90s or 100. So expect to live longer. And that means some of your investments should be handled that you're going to be living longer. So if you're just preserving capital and getting income and you're in your 50s or 60s or 70s, well, what about when you're 85 or 90? Uh, you can invest money, that, that bucket of money differently. So 53% of workers are stashing at least a portion of their retirement savings and savings accounts. So a savings account back when maybe was 5% interest or 4% interest or 6% interest. Well, now it's 1% or less. You're saving money, but you're not really making any returns. So if, if half of your savings are going into a savings account, you're really not looking out for yourself in the future because you should, unless you have other health issues or things going on, you should expect to live longer than uh, when we first started living on this planet. So it's a new year. It's a new start. If we can help you get pointed in the right direction in 2021, the team at Annex will help create a comprehensive plan that's going to fit you. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. You'll be able to learn more. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, Naples. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Danny. And good happy new year again. Thank you. Short break. We're going to be back and wrap things up. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Throughout the pandemic, we've stayed in the fight helping our our clients recalibrate their investments and remain focused on their long-term plans. One piece of insight we keep sharing is don't let emotions derail your financial plan. Volatility can be unnerving and enduring the natural ups and downs in the markets can be hard to take, but making financial decisions based on emotions might be the fastest way to damage your financial future. Now is the time to start a conversation with Annex Wealth Management for the clear, no-nonsense guidance you need. With everything going on in the world, take a moment and ask yourself, if not now, when? As a fee-only fiduciary, our job is to align your plan with your goals. Our team will focus on investments and retirement planning while putting your tax and estate plans in order. We can help, and we are ready. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Let's talk soon. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. 
This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Look for that Get Started button. Also sign up for the Axiom, which is a free weekly newsletter. It arrives on Sunday mornings. We can't get you it delivered today, but we'll do it next week. Again, AnnexWealth.com. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer at Annex Wealth Management, is here. President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management is Dave Spano. Thank you, Danny. You know, in the first segment, we were talking about the political outcome in that, and we said this, that gridlock is good good and that there's returns are generally pretty good but there's an alternative as well well united government actually shows pretty good returns as well in fact we looked since 1901 the democrats have had 22 year sessions where they controlled all three branches of government and the average return during those periods of time was about 18 percent on the dow jones industrial average and was positive two-thirds of the time now republicans could also make the claim same claim as well their returns were 18 percent it only happened 14 times but it was positive 75% of the time. So basically, United government tends to do pretty well for investors. Gridlock tends to do pretty well for investors. And essentially, don't invest your politics just because you don't like the result of this election. And and a lot of people don't, obviously. And so they have to look at this and say, what am I going to do? And it's not a binary decision. It's not, okay, I'm pulling all my money out and sitting on the sideline because that wasn't right. And if you were a Democrat and you did that when Trump was elected, you were wrong. Same way with Obama. If you went to cash when he was elected, you were wrong. And so there is opportunities and you have to identify those opportunities. But the wall of worry continues to be built. And there's a lot of things that are in front of us one of them, and it go day by day, we get more information. But is this mutant version of, of the coronavirus, what does that do and what does it look like? That could be one. Two is that stocks aren't bargains anymore, and you have to work hard to try to find value. You, you do, and I, I would argue it's in the sectors of the economy that are most negatively impacted by the virus once things normalize. However, even, however, even those stocks have had enormous run-ups recently, things like the cruise line stocks, some of the airlines, and so on. Uh, so you really have to pick your spot, focus on companies that generate free cash flow, perhaps pay a dividend, because right now, a, you know, a dividend paying stock is yielding much more than a treasury, then you get the upside potential of an improving economy and a higher valuation for the underlying shares. So there are any number of ways to attack this kind of volatility. The other thing I, I wanted to point out, too, is, you know, when we think about this year, we have to watch inflation. I just noticed something that was very interesting. Food price index is now at its highest level in six years. Now, while it takes a long time for inflation to filter into the system, many of the most bullish arguments on stocks concern the fact that interest rates are so low and there is no alternative. Well, if interest rates were to rise very quickly, suddenly there would be an alternative, and that could lead to a rotation away from some of the riskier areas of the stock market towards more steady value-oriented areas. And this, again, I'm I'm sure people listening to the show understand this already. When interest rates rise, bond prices fall. And so most people have a portfolio that is something like a 50-50, 60-40, 70-30. 30 mix, that lower number, that 30, 40, and 50, that's your fixed in- income position. You should know what is in there. In fact, if you're in treasuries, there's a risk in, in long-term treasuries. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I well, let's put it this way. The treasury is trading at 1.1%, and let's assume inflation is at 2%. You're losing roughly 1% 
on, on in real dollars every year. So why would we even bother? Why do it? Uh, whereas in other areas of fixed income, like bank loans, high yield bonds, and the rest, you get a much higher yield, which can protect you to some degree from rising interest rates. You know, and when we put together portfolios, we have this core, and then we have a tactical. The tactical is what do we do with what we know? What are the facts and circumstances? And one word that we do say on this show that we don't spend enough time explaining is risk-adjusted returns. You know, sometimes people come in and say, "I want you, and we want to hire you. This is what is in my portfolio, and it's Tesla and Amazon and so on. Well, that risk is different than a balanced portfolio. That's the reason why we talk about that. It, it, it absolutely is. I mean, when you think about it, um, when you build a portfolio, you want to build it of asset classes that you believe are reasonably valued, have the ability to get more expensive, obviously by going up, but you also want to make sure they don't correlate too much with each other because, you know, to the degree they correlate, they go in, in lockstep back and forth, which just creates a lot of unnecessary volatility. So when Dave talks about a balanced portfolio, he's talking about different asset classes that have different return streams under different scenarios of the cycle. And that's one way to get a more attractive of risk-adjusted return over time is by systematically rebalancing and and maintaining a target allocation that suits your needs. Isn't it safe to say we pretty much all own Tesla by now? <laughs> well, right. in one form or another, but it's right. crazy. It's what now it's in done. the S and P five hundred. It right? is in so. the S and P five hundred. We probably have a taste of that, right? But look at what it's done. I mean, it's gone from eighty to over eight hundred. Now, if you had all your money in that, you're a pretty happy person. You probably can go get a new condo uh, on, uh, on on Gulf Shore Boulevard. But you know, there's one of the things you have to look at is in your portfolios. Why we say all the time, Danny, is know what you own, why you own it, and how much you're paying for it, because that's the reason why we do these Annex x-rays. That's right. In fact, I just realized I'm a second-generation Annex client. My dad beat me to Annex in about a, about a year. He went through the process, and it was great because it was like, listen, Ole, you've got this, this, and this, and we like this, this, and this. We think we can do differently, and it just made such sense. That's what that is, and it's absolutely complimentary. You can start by heading to our website. It is AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.